You're listening to episode 235. Welcome back. The beginning of season six. Today, I open season six with an episode talking all about how you are replaceable in your work and in your doing, but you are not replaceable in your life, in your home, or in your family. Take a listen. Hey everyone, happy new year. Welcome back. I took two weeks off of recording podcasts, totally unplanned, but just needed. And I appreciate the space. I hope that you took space as well. And I am just so thrilled to be technically starting a new season of podcasting. I think this is my sixth season, which is just amazing and so exciting and wild. I have ideas and hopes to um, either rebrand or possibly rename, take new pictures, like all those fun things. We'll see what manifests and how things organically evolve, probably springtime, because I am still in winter energy and I'm loving it. Um, So in today's episode, as the start of the new year, I I just kind of want to have a free-flowing conversation with you for a few minutes about... um, some reflection I had over the the break. And before I get into that, actually, I would love to share with you that I am officially back on Instagram with a professional handle. I started a brand new account. Um, it is at Aaron Joyce Co underscore. So it's my old handle with just an underscore at the end. Um, it is a public account. I would love for you to follow me there. I will definitely be spending more of my time on that part of the Instagram. <laughs> I sound ancient saying the Instagram. Um, and just sharing here and just what feels good to share. I have no agenda. Um, I just want to be a space on the internet and social media that feels inspiring and honest and uh, transparent um, so that you feel seen and that your life experiences and emotions and feelings feel normalized because I think we're really kind of missing that uh, and eliminate the word kind of. We are missing that. And I have found that... um, more freedom and peace inside myself, the more I uh, normalize my experiences and not feel like I did something wrong or that um, I'm responding the wrong way, uh, all of the the inner critic stuff. So I hope to create that for you. So definitely follow me there. And then, you know, some things are just what I eat and obviously my dogs who may join me on the podcast <laughs> today. Uh, so let's talk about some reflection that I had over the break. Um, so we decided after Christmas, uh, we, we, we chose to have a holiday that was by ourselves. Um, for, I I don't, I don't know, is there a complexity to the reason? Maybe I think the main reason is that we just needed it. We, we were feeling, um, like we didn't want to do holiday, the holidays in a traditional way, meaning like, spending it with extended family because we felt like we had to because that's what people do you know and I think that's and it's I don't know there's a lot of grief involved and it's not black and white and um grief meaning like missing and oh man like should we be doing something but ultimately I think what won out is that Dustin and I my husband and I um are very very hard workers and sometimes to a fault and I think we're learning to find the balance in that but we have spent the majority of uh, our time as parents, our kids are eight and nine years old, um, hustling and 
overworking, like well over 40 hours a week, always and weekends and evenings and missing bedtimes and family dinners. And we just, you can't regret any of it. Like we have absolutely learned from it. And what we've learned is that as a family, we really, really crave and thrive when we are connected as a family of four um, without external um, situations or variables or people. And we've missed a lot of time to be able to do that as a family um, when the kids were little. And we are learning how to do that now. And we are really enjoying time as a family of four and not only just enjoying it, but realizing how crucial and important it is for us as a family and for our children to feel connected in that way and we see how much they shift and how we shift as parents and just the energy shifts when we can have that uninterrupted sacred time together that we did not get a lot of so we're just kind of making up for lost time and um I encourage you, I didn't even plan this why it's a free-flowing conversation to share that with you, but I think that you know, I want to share that with you because if you're if you're feeling the need to do that what I'm going to tell you is there is no easy way to do it. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Um, My husband and I have received pretty um, inappropriate comments, to be quite honest, from people uh, who have nothing to do with us or our family or know anything about it, you know, basically um, claiming that we are like crappy people for not spending the holiday with their family. Um, And it's like, whatever, that's their problem. That's a them problem, not an us problem. And, uh, but you don't need to be in my life if that's what you think about me and things you're going to say to me. And, and that's the hard part is that when you kind of go against the grain, when you, when you do go against the grain and you choose yourself, whether it's leaving a job or moving or having kids or not having kids or raising them this way or raising them that way or eating this way or, um, having this type of lifestyle or getting married or getting divorced, like there are going to be people who just don't agree with you. And there are going to be people who think that they have the right to say that to you. And there are going to be people who don't understand and important people in your life who don't understand. But that's not a reason to not live authentically inside of your life. We can't choose to live and create a life to make other people feel comfortable in theirs. It's just not how it works and it's really crappy and there's no, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like there's no way to live so that you're comfortable and everyone around you is comfortable. Like there's just always going to be some type of discourse and tension in in a way that you choose to live. So you may as well choose to live for yourself, right? It's going to be there no matter what. And what I have found, and I think a lot of women can relate to this or pe- people in general, is that when you are choosing to live for other people, and oftentimes we don't even realize we're doing it, we're very unhappy in our lives. We are working a job we don't want to work. We're living in a location we don't want to live in or in a house we don't want to live in or in a marriage we don't want to be in or whatever it might be, but we're doing it because we feel like we have to or that's what's expected of us or I was raised to think like the only way to be successful is to work like this or live like this or whatever it might be. And I would be a failure if I do it a different way because that's what I was told. Even though your inner knowing and your heart and your soul are saying this isn't making me happy and this is I'm told this is what's supposed to make me happy but it's not and that's when it's the really tough guts to listen to yourself and make those decisions and try it out and see what it feels like and to know that you're the only person who has the right to navigate your life and you have every right to mute the people literally or figuratively who aren't supportive of that 
family or not. And it just is what it is. So, and that's, that leads into a lot of what I reflected on over this break. It's kind of a funny reflection, but this is welcome to my brain. So my, my family and I, my husband and my kids, we decided to go to our lake house over in between Christmas and New Year's for a few days. And it was, it was like, should we, and we have a second house up there now that we're renovating. It's close to finished. It will be available on Airbnb and I'm so excited. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll hear all about that and all the updates, but that's just a side note. Um, but we did decide to stay at the lake house, the house that's on the lake that's winterized. So no water, freezing cold. It does have heat. But anyway, we got there and we kept it winterized. It took a good 12, 12 to 20 hours to heat it up. But it was like, it was just fun to like see your breath in the house and to wrap yourself up in a blanket and get a kerosene heater <laughs> blowing through the sliding door and snuggling up with a million blankets in bed and um we went ice skating and uh you know we we used paper plates and we ate out and we just enjoyed the town that our house is in and um did I say we went ice skating I actually don't remember if I said that but it was the first time we went ice skating as a family it was just it was just such a good time and I had this moment where I was washing my hair in a spackle bucket (laughs) Because I decided I didn't even really need to, but I was like, I, you know, we're doing sponge baths in the shower. And I was like, I think I might actually wash my hair. I think I can with this spackle bucket. And was it relaxing? No, <laughs> it wasn't like a day at the spa, but it wasn't hard either. It was a very simple way to wash my hair. And I just had this moment of like, oh my gosh, you know, we like, I, I'm going to be turning 40 this year and time flies, but my husband and I have worked really hard to have the lifestyle that we have. Like we drive high end cars. We have a really nice home. We, um, we do not live paycheck to, to paycheck. We're not by any means like super well off or anything like that, but we are very comfortable and we've worked really hard to be in the space. But I had this moment of like, Gosh, I, and here I am. So just full transparency, like I have not really been happy this year. I've really struggled with, and here's just in a nutshell, I ended photography and thought that that was going to open me up to feel like completely free and um, uh, no anxiety and just light and happy and the opposite happened. And what I learned was my work was always my way to kind of just like avoid all of the stuff. So when people ask you like, what are you avoiding by not sitting still? Well, guess what happened to me this past year? <laughs> I sat still and all the stuff that I've avoided my entire life came up. So it's been many months of healing. And that's why I like really disappeared from social media and have been to therapy a lot um, and doing just a, a lot of my own uh, just inner work. And it's very ugly and messy. And I look tired. I've probably aged five years in a year. I've put on a few pounds and it's like, well, just shoulder shrug. Like this is, this is the uncomfortable stuff. And I have to get through this to get to my happiness. But it's the recognition of like, oh my gosh. And I know we all know this. We all know this in our minds, but you don't need the car. You don't need the house. You don't need the stuff to be happy. And it was in the moment that I had my head in a spackle bucket that I realized like I am happier in these few days that I've been in a really long time. And we don't even have water. Like we don't even have running water. We like have our crap clothes because we knew we'd be outside and playing and it's muddy and like all that kind of stuff. And it's like, wow. Huh, you know, and it's only in the moment that you experience it that it really clicks in full mind and body, right? Because you can understand things in your mind, but it's not until like your body experiences the energy of it that's like, oh, this clicks in. And 
additionally during this time was this is where it's kind of silly and this is where it's like welcome to my brain i um uh barbara walters passed away on december 30th i chuckle because i'm like did did you know that (laughs) in uh, like this was huge for me to read that i'm like oh my god barbara walters died but i feel like There was nothing about it anywhere, you know, in social media and stuff. Usually it's like, oh, my God, you know, but when Betty White died, it was like, oh, my God, Betty White. I'm like, no one's remarking. I know she was old. She was 93, which I didn't even realize she was that old. My husband joked because she's been old forever. But this woman worked her whole life and was this huge trailblazer. And in the time of her prime, like being on 2020 and starting The View and all of this stuff, she was such a household name and person inside of our homes. And she she created this pathway for other journalists who are women to have a career that otherwise they wouldn't have had before her. Huge life work, right? This was her work. And she's died. And there's like, meh, shoulder shrug. Like, we, go, we move on. We go on. There are new journalists. There, You know, it's just like... So it had this moment for me of like, holy crap, you know, like you can work your butt off and do really important work. But once you die, you're replaceable. You and it's not even so much that you're forgotten, but you're just not super important anymore. You you're you're like old news. And I'm not saying that to minimize anybody's life, but it's just the reality of it that we where I where I truly believe we make the most impact and where our energy and time is most important is in our homes with our families. And we live inside this culture that does not promote that. It just doesn't because we have been built on the foundation of this inner programming and wiring where you are not enough if you don't make this much money, if you don't live in this kind of house, if you don't have this kind of lifestyle, if you don't drive this kind of car. And it's like not worth the discomfort of not having those things. And so we like work our asses off to have this stuff. And it turns out I find happiness washing my hair in a spackle bucket. So it's like, oh, hmm, okay, reality check. And then to 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 connect that to realizing, like, think of all of the famous people who've made huge impacts in the world through their work. And then you kind of, you see their, their personal lives, you know, because we have the liberty of that when, when they're celebrities and see like they, they weren't very happy. They had tumultuous marriages or multiple marriages or like issues. I mean, look at Whitney Houston, perfect example like she was so successful quote unquote in her work but look at her life and death and her marriage and her child it's like so sad and it's because I think we're just focusing on not the right things and it's not to say don't work it's not saying don't I mean Barbara Walters did important work that was needed but I think we need to find that balance between which is how do you how do you get balance I don't know That's what we're working on. But just prioritizing, I guess, is what I want to say. Prioritizing our energy and where we put that energy. And I think that is what leads us to feeling happy. But we can't think our way into it. Like I said, we already know this. I'm not not saying anything into this microphone that you don't know. But it's really fully, fully experiencing it. So I challenge you this year 
to find space of taking away the stuff, whether it's the working hours, the emails, the car, the house. Maybe when you take vacation, pick a cabin in the woods with your family and just see what that feels like. Maybe you'll hate it. Maybe it'll be miserable, but it's more information to be like, okay, what does bring happiness to me? And once we can feel it in our body, it is this huge light bulb of now I know how I want to live my life. And then you have the strength and the courage and the clarity to do it audaciously. To be like, no, we aren't going to be coming to family dinner because we want to be by ourselves. And I know that's going to be uncomfortable and people aren't going to understand, but this is what makes us happy as a family. And we hope you can respect that, period. Right? It's it's saying like, yeah, we are, this isn't happening as far as I know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I'm foreshadowing, but like, yeah, we are moving to the woods and we're going to be off the grid and we're going to have our own chickens and food because that's we found is what makes us happy. And it might not be understood by all, but that's what we're going to do, right? So I, I encourage you to to really sit in that discomfort of um, taking away the stuff, the external things that you have lived your whole life working towards having or doing to feel the happiness in your life and see what happens when you take that away. Fair warning, you may have a year like I had where it feels really dark and mucky, but when that becomes healed, it's amazing. It's like you can breathe again. So that's my free flow conversation for you for the beginning of the year and the beginning of season six. Thank you so much for being here. All of the loyal listeners who started from the beginning, those of you who just found the podcast and have been binging, those of you who are listening for the first time, thank you. It's just, this has easily been one of the most exciting parts of my my personal development work and sharing and providing service for others. And I thank you so much for being there and doing this with me. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about, please email me, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com or send me a DM on Instagram. Again, it's at AaronJoyceCo underscore. Uh, and be sure to share this episode and tag me on Instagram. I think that's just one of the most amazing ways. Like this is my work and this is how I want to connect with people. And that is what fulfills me and makes me feel happy is that connection. Um, and that's what keeps me going is to know and to connect. And I love that. And I think it's amazing when we can collectively share really amazing messages that resonate with you, with other people, because it changes a trajectory that we often don't realize we've done by sharing a simple message. And I think that, my friends, is the power of social media. So be sure to take advantage. All right, I'm up to 20 minutes, but I swear I'm going to be trying to keep my episodes 15 minutes long. I promise. (laughs) But don't hold me to it. (laughs) All right, everyone, have an amazing week. I will talk to you next time. Treat others the way you want to be treated.